Hello and welcome back to the N17 podcast. Uh, we've been away for a week and it's been an eventful week. Obviously, we're in the December Christmas fixture pile up now. Three games have gone by um, since our little preview pod with Antonio and Nedge. Today it's back to the to the old Jace. It's the classic. <clears throat> the classic trio. It's yeah. uh, me, Cosmo, Eddie hey. and Jed. Hello. Um, so yeah, I guess we, we should start with the United game. We built it up. I think somewhere in our head we thought we were going to smash them. I they didn't know. happen. I was cautious. I don't know. I don't know. I think going into the game, um, we discussed it on the preview podcast. I think we were definitely the favourites going into that game, simply because of United's form. If just not not anything else mm. really, it's not to do with like quality of the squad because they've actually performed really well against big teams. It's not because we were in a particular vein of form. It was simply because, you know, going into that game, we were just kind of a better team at that point. And I don't, I don't think it affected our football. I just think that we were... Football. <laughs> football. But uh, <laughs> I just think that going into the game, we just didn't have the right mentality. don't think we had a game plan. Yeah, and it's funny to see as well how much the narrative changes. Because I remember on... This is my fucking catchphrase always see, uh, say it but on Twitter before um, I was seeing Spurs fans saying this is the worst United team in 30 years we have to win and then two games later they've beaten us convincingly they've nearly smashed City up and like you know it just shows the fickleness of football really considering we went in there as like such favourites yeah. mm. but um, yeah I think one of the things that the players commented on uh, Sissoko always seems to be sort of like the voice of reason in our um, dressing room he's always speaking honestly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he was like um, he said they, they didn't listen to Mourinho or, yeah. or uh, something round about that which I saw caused some controversy um, personally I thought that the the quotes were kind of taken a bit out of context I don't think Probably. he necessarily said he oh, didn't yeah. listen to Mourinho mm. but there was a feeling that these players didn't listen to the game plan is that the kind of like is that what you guys got from the game or yeah, quite possibly. I mean, the proof is the proof's in the pudding. Really, like you look at a game, it, like you say, it didn't seem as if we had any sort of game plan whatsoever. So for him to come out after and say that, it, it makes you think, yeah, like, that's that seems to be the case. I also think that um, United played with two aspects of the game that Tottenham seemed to have no capability of defending, and it's like any kind of movement. Mm. Like any kind of movement, any. any kind of any kind of movement seems to bamboozle our defenders for some <laughs> reason. And uh, the second thing that Tottenham have been like it, unable to deal with for years is pace. Mm. Like the way, like it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter what defenders we had. German Jefferson Montero had Carl Walker on strings for oh, seasons geez. and seasons. It was yeah. like that was like a buried memory. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson, like Jefferson Montero had Carl Walker on ropes, yeah. ropes from minute one every game that we played Swansea, and it's like we've been unable to to deal with any sort of pace when Dembele played against us mm. when uh, Barcelona. When even in the in the Munich game, players like Nabry and um, and Coman were like ripping us apart. Uh, in the um, it's just a bit of pace. It seems to seems to really unsettle our defenders. Mm. And when you've got players like Rashford and Martial um, on the break on the counter, it's like it's essentially the perfect game plan because 
we we were unable to deal with movement, which I think Rashford actually is fairly decent at mm-hmm. in terms of making runs, chasing things down, and Martial as well. So I think in terms of the game plan that United had set out, I think it worked perfectly. Um, the only other thing that I would say was probably more surprising was the fact that McTominay and Fred bullied our midfields. That shouldn't happen. They're two players that, um, in my opinion, shouldn't be bullying uh, a midfield, um, any mid, any midfield from any top team. Mm. They're 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 two players that are, you know, I wouldn't say they're necessarily rated that highly. Fred has been pretty much dreadful since he's joined United. And I know McTominay is coming through the ranks. Uh, I know United fans rate him. I know a couple other people rate him. But United's like he's best player according to Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that with a pinch of salt, considering uh, he was trying to talk about how he how he doesn't hate youthful players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They shouldn't be basically those two players shouldn't be dominating our midfield. That shouldn't happen. Did you see the um, not the heat map, but like the average position map for from that game? Were we all in our own Sissoko, half? Sissoko was literally on Aurier's lap. Winks, <laughs> Winks was literally on the left side of midfield, and that was a reflection of the game because every single time they got the ball. It was like we didn't have a midfield at yeah. all. It was it was disastrous. Yeah, I think that kind of like underlines our struggles in the centre defensive midfield mm. um, position. I think that's probably along with right back. That's that's just a gaping hole in Tottenham mm. Hotspur at the moment. Like Winks is a good player and Dombele is a good player, but they're both centre mids. Sissoko is okay, but like there's no CDM. And that's why we're like wedded to Dyer at the moment, even mm. though Dyer mm. literally he can't even pass the ball at the moment. Cataclysmic Catacly- five yard pass. Yeah, as the Bayern <laughs> game proved, he can't even pass. But he's almost like an essential right now because at least he holds that position well mm. and he actually does sort of break up play. break up play or just There's uh, a body in there. There's a body in there. He's literally just a body. It's just a body. It's really weird because um, actually I think that you're you're right in the ten, in the sense of like Ndombele and Winks are centre midfield players, but they're not defensive midfield players. Yeah. I also think that you're right. It absolutely highlights our not just right back problem, our full back mm. uh, problem because um, our centre mids are having to uh, babysit our full backs because mm. they can't defend. We. Um, and obviously we saw actually um, you know that first game we played against West Ham where we were actually shown to be playing like a three at the back like that's actually true yeah. it's very true we're definitely playing a three at the back and that's because I think Mourinho saw that fullback wise we just don't have we just don't have it Yeah. and um, playing that three with one fullback high essentially joining the front three making a front four yeah um, I think that's going to have to be the game plan forward simply because of the players that we have in the squad. Mm. And when we were playing a f- uh, flat back four, we just looked dreadful. Because Rose, I think Rose and Aurier were both playing that game, <clears throat> the United game. Um, maybe, I'm not, oh no, no maybe Vertonghen played. Um, but like, we were pinned back, uh, our full backs. And yeah. so like, it did look like a back four and we, we don't look comfortable as a yeah. back four. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know of any like centre defensive midfield options that we could sign realistically Jed uh, you, you tend to know some of the foreign leagues a bit more Sandeberg uh, so that's that's, Sandeberg. that's actually one I was going to say Sandeberg from from um, Genk yeah very talented midfielder. yeah he's young as well 21 21 year old old midfielder from Norway 
He's he's about six foot four, six, six foot five. Or five yeah. Very comfortable in possession. He's actually Cover. like in the dire mold. Yeah. Yeah, and sounds like a better Dyer. Yeah, no, and it's, he's a better ball carrier than Dyer as well. And for me now, whereas if you t- asked me two months ago, I would say right back was the most essential position that we needed to upgrade <clears> on. <throat> yeah, going back to what you said about the system we're playing now, Aurier's flourishing in some games in those in that position, whereas Dyer this is so clear needs to be upgraded on now. Mm-hmm. I think. It's absolutely essential that we go out and buy someone in January for that only midfield position. Yeah. Otherwise, we could be getting caught out in most games. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Abdelai Decore. And yeah. I mm. think he could be a decent solution because I put out on our Twitter that I feel like Watford are going to go down. I don't feel like Decore's particularly to blame or playing that badly. Mm. So like, he plays so well against us as well. That's true, yeah. He yeah. tore us apart. Although saying that, I don't know whether is he, is he another really another CDM? eight as well. Yeah, I feel like he could be like another. I think he, he's not really a, a traditional holding midfielder. He's sort of he's kind of a box to box, but he's not that Ndombele where he gets into very advanced positions. He'll he's like a ball carrier midfielder. Mm, yeah, and then the dream is like NDD, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Ndidi's way out of our practice. He's it, probably one of the top three. Or top five defensive midfielders in in, the, in, in Europe, league, at the, in, in these, Europe, yeah. and you, I think Fabinho and Kante above him. Apart from that, I can't really. Yeah. It's a dirt like there's a, there's a genuine dearth in that position yeah. in Europe. Yeah, that that's position um, centre back. Yeah, and right back, but there's no one. What do you yeah. think of um, maybe trying to go in for someone like Emre Chan, who's out of favour at Juventus at I'd the moment? That that makes so much sense. I think to me. he's not even been named in their in their Champions League squad. He's really? not getting any minutes. Yeah, he's not in their Champions League squad. That um, makes a lot of sense to me. Although he wasn't great for Liverpool, he was, I don't think I don't, he was that bad. I think I think he was okay. But it's another one of those Liverpool players who were just in that squad really. And yeah. he worked for Klopp because well, every player seems to work for Klopp. Yeah. And I I think if you can get him for. I think Juve would be prepared to sell him 20, for cheap 25. because yeah, because they need if yeah. what's been if what's been said is true, they need to sell some players to balance out the books, then mm. yeah. I think someone like Emre Chan could be worth having a look at. And there's no doubt that he's an upgrade on, on Dyer. Oh one hundred percent. Like I said on the United podcast I thought Fellaini would be an upgrade on Dyer. Mm. And I, I literally I've said it before and I remember Glenn raged at me. I think Matic is an upgrade on Dyer. Yeah, I think I don't he want, is. I just don't want Matic. Just and, yeah. I don't like this is this is the problem. Like, obviously, I understand that like Dyer's in a position where we definitely need to strengthen, right? But like, we can't now just um, just because we've got Mourinho. I'm not saying that's the case, but I don't think quick fix solutions are like it for this season. No, you're right. And um, players like Matic, who I think will be finished in like a year or two, or um, Fellaini, who we should just definitely not could be in the market for mm. I just think players like that like yeah maybe they'll fix a solution for a season then we're going to have to go into the market for the same position we're also going to have other positions that we need to fill like by summer we definitely need to fill centre back 100% and, yeah. and by by summer we'll probably have to fill um, our attacking midfielders as well yeah yeah, you make a good point because there's so many CDMs that are better than Dyer at the moment, in yeah. the, even in the Premier League, like yeah. Yeah. Mark Noble. I know he's not like the traditional <laughs> yeah. CDM, but like 
I'd rather have him in the team. Declan than Rice is better than Dyer, and I don't really yeah. rate Declan Rice that high. He is a Dyer part two, though. <laughs> he is. Oh, 100%. He's never seen one. Yeah. Yeah. He literally is. But um, I think, if I'm being honest, our biggest signing could be Louis Campos, the director mm. of football. I mm. think for if we're going to have Mourinho in charge, he's he's not really someone who does the signings himself. Involved in the transfers. And he has a good relationship with Louis Campos. And I think he can make some really astute signings for us and take us to another level in terms of bringing in some players that are under the radar, mm. like he did well, he when he was Monaco. at Monaco, yeah. like he's doing at Lille currently. Mm. And I think I think ultimately that could be the biggest signing that we could make. Would you guys take uh, Rabio from Juventus? No. no, I don't think. He's, I just don't uh, think it's too much baggage. I don't think yeah. it's worth it. If I'm honest. Yeah. I also think I was happy when we didn't sign him yeah. uh, in the summer. Um, I just think like oh, I don't know we we say maybe now I'd be like yeah sure we'd take him but like we didn't sign him in the summer for various reasons that yeah. probably is still consistent now yeah. um, I just think yeah in that position and in the United game and definitely in the Munich game which we'll definitely touch on to um, in a bit like it just shows that we've that we're struggling in that position mm. and with Ndombele's fitness like just not there at the moment and when Winx is out with whatever what is wrong with him I just think he's just not fit he's just not fit he had a a pro whole pre-season and he has no previous injury record as well so it's Tottenham it's um, literally Tottenham but we're not even doing double training sessions <laughs> exactly, anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Maybe our fitness team are dead. Our medical team is terrible. For so long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Touching on that um, image I sent to you in the group chat as well. The Lamella oh, thing. Lamella, yeah, yeah. Like, missed as many games as Ledley King. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's missed. He's now missed as many games as Ledley King did in his whole, in his whole Spurs career. That's crazy. Is, I think it's just time to... It's time him. to go. Yeah, it's, it's well, he's made like go. he's made no like made no had no effect on our season because when he was playing well, we were still losing. Yeah. So that period where we were we were losing, that was when he was playing well. He must be on decent wages as well. I reckon. Oh, I reckon he's on a hundred. At least a hundred. I, I think, think he's, he's like one of our highest earners. Didn't he, for no reason? Did he get a new contract fairly recently? A year ago, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I reckon that would have taken him up to a hundred. So it's very weird. Yes. I think it's a very weird situation. Yeah, I um, think now that Poch is gone, I think that Argentinian compatriotism. Well, yeah, in the Athletic, it already said that um, Foyth yeah. wanted out. I haven't, so. I haven't read it yet, but I, I did. See I a doubt that. Of it. I really doubt that. Yeah, that because was weird timing to me. I thought. I think that with Foyt is that like he's he's not going to get personally not going to get game time at centre back simply because um, at the time of signing him we had Alderweireld, Sanchez, and Vertonghen. Like three centre backs that are above him at that level. Mm. Like regardless of what you think about maybe Ordovaro would like coming to the end of it, like or or Vertonghen coming to the end of his like like qu- like quality years. But like, mm. Foyt is definitely still very raw. Like he's still really lightweight for a centre back. Yeah. Um, and like I think maybe he would have had a new lease of life under Pochettino mm. at right back. Um, not that I rate him particularly at, in that position. Um, but I think he gets game time if he continues to like play well in when he does play like against Munich. Yeah. Um, if he does, and and he played there at at, at centre back. Yeah. And I thought he was like very decent. He's one of our standout performers. Yeah. In that game. 
Yeah, definitely. Him and Sassanyong were probably the best. But um, before we get to Munich, we should talk about Burnley. Um, one person who I heard on a on another podcast that I listened to, they were saying that Eric Dyer was actually very good in the Burnley game. Mm. I didn't watch the Burnley game in full, but they were saying that he like filled in at centre back mm. um, to protect the centre backs like from their goal kicks, like to mm. stop um, definitely to stop like Chris Wood like mm. winning headers and stuff like. Dyer was quite key to that. Yeah. So, um, as someone that didn't watch the game in full, like, what did you guys? I also I was up Oxford Street, which was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> doing so, up, doing up romance. Yeah, Oxford doing up boyfriend duties. So, <laughs> Eddie, you might have to take the lead on this one. I don't know uh, the highlights. Um, yeah, yeah, no, what you're saying is absolutely right. Um, simply because watching Burnley this season when they had both Wood and Barnes, mm. um, like. What was key to their football? Glenn's strikers. Oh yeah, Glenn, Glenn's uh, <laughs> top, of the, top of the top of the top of the shopping list. Um, yeah, actually, cool for him to be signed. Brav Barnes, he he wants Barnes from me with Chelsea. <laughs> Brav, when when Chelsea were linked with Barnes, I was and Crouch and Crouch, Carol, bro, Chelsea. I liked that. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Conte just got a fetish <laughs> for that English number nine. Yeah, <laughs> big old, big old. Uh, horses up up front. The thing is, though, like I love beautiful football, but I also appreciate a big Lorente. Uh, yeah, I love something about a big mm. burly striker. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But that's what they have. They have two yeah. of those, which I don't know how it works, but it has worked for them this season when they've actually been like punching definitely above their weight when they were like outperforming some mm. of the bigger teams. Mm. Um, it's just like that style of combative strikers, like winning everything in the air. Like being just hurly burly, like they'll just throw they'll throw yeah. it up there, and like seven at least seven times out of ten, one of them is winning the ball. Yeah. Um, and luckily for us, actually, Ashley Barnes wasn't fit for the game, so uh, so it was just Chris Wood and I can't remember who was partnered up with him. Jay um, Rodriguez. Was yeah, it? Yeah, was, that was it. Yeah. yeah, and um, they still tried that tactic, like lumping it up top. Um, but Dyer, like you said, um, like like you mentioned, actually. Kind of filled in, filled in the half space between the centre backs and the centre midfielders, where like a lot of goal kicks usually fall into. Mm-hmm. Like keepers are not kicking it the whole length of the pitch, yeah, because otherwise it will just reach the other keeper. The where it usually drops into is like halfway between the halfway line and the yeah. and the eighteen yard box, yeah. and that's where players like Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes were winning balls because they're winning them against centre midfielders, not against centre backs. Yeah. So having Dyer in that position, at, he won so many of those balls, and like, even if he didn't win them, like he's in between um, the striker and the mm. ball, and like he fulfilled that role very well. Yeah. Um, that shows to me why we need a CDM, but at the same time, he's not good enough to play it. But like. Yeah, hopefully that gets addressed in, in January. Yeah, he might be good enough for those type of games where it's more of a physical battle, mm. like we saw against Munich. And and he was recycling the ball like yeah. fairly well. Yeah, because if you're playing against a team that isn't going to press you, like Burnley don't really do, mm. they sort of just sit off you. Sit, yeah. sit off you. That's that's ideal for Dyer. He's ready for a physical battle. He's yeah. got time to play his little five-yard pass. <laughs> and he's, he's unfazed, so... I mean, when when the when the starting lineup came out and I saw a midfield two of Dyer and Sissoko, I mean, the group chat went off. Yeah. Our group chat went off. Yeah. We were so annoyed. We, I literally everyone saw was like, I saw I saw the, the lineup game, and I was like, I mean, bear in mind, but any Burnley fixture, 
It's going to sound so dramatic, but any Burnley fixture after Liverpool away for me is like one of my most dreaded fixtures of the season. I don't know why, I just hate playing against them so much. But, I mean, from the highlights, we looked we looked a lot better than, than we did against Manchester United. And I feel like that midfield two of Sissoko and Dyer in that small game the clean really, sheet. Yeah. really worked. The clean sheet was the most really important worked. thing from that yeah. game. And that's, that's one of the things, it's been like a rollercoaster week because last week we were really deflated with the Man United result and then the Burnley game, everyone was really up mm. um, and then now it feels like people are down game. again, yeah. yeah, the Bayern yeah. one, but um, yeah, I think one of the reasons people were really up was the, the song goal. Mm. Um, or the Potomac assist. Shout out to the social media guy. Yeah. But I was like... You uh, admin... Yeah, it's so clear that Mourinho's brought his own own guy in. Cost me my work experience. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to get, for for the pods, for the people listening, I was going to get work experience with Tottenham Hotspur with the social media guy. Since Mourinho's come in, this guy's disappeared from LinkedIn. Oh no. He's just gone. I messaged him, I was like, yeah, can I still come in? Because my old internship ended at the time, mm. basically coincided with Mourinho coming in. So basically, mm, like, mm, the Mourinho mm. appointment has basically fucked me, oh. personally. So what is it, Poch in then? Poch back in? I'm always Poching, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just old social media back in. But yeah, I, I, I sold my um, ticket for that game. And one of the regrets is missing that song goal. Because people say it was literally like witnessing history. Yeah. You know, mm. in there, like... They knew that they'd witnessed something special. Mm. Like, Eddie, how was it watching it live? Because I only saw the highlights, and this is a controversial opinion, I think. But how hyped up it was versus watching it on the highlights. Obviously, it was a sick goal. But people saying it was like goal of the season. I agree with you, man. I don't know if that's goal of the season. I like. I Bro, think Bernie any, made any it very ta- easy. Any, any decent defending tactical foul happens like two yards into his run especially a team like Burnley as well which like they've got those those like physical players you just expect them when as soon as he as soon like as he Jack Hawk he, he needs to be kicking him <laughs> Kendrick any of them yeah. like I can't yeah so that aspect of the goal um, actually you're right like any one of those midfielders or even defenders could have clipped his ankles taken the yellow and that's the end of that that said though picking your the ball up from the edge of your 18 yard box and like that kind of like starter gun acceleration, mm. like it's you you want to be like yeah fucking trip him up like it's not that hard yeah but then like you you, you don't really you think about how that to happen. you you think about how quickly he's actually moving mm. yeah. he's moving like a car yeah. like he's racing past if you are gonna clip him you better you have to feel early yeah, yeah you have to do it early. like you basically have to be in 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 his way yeah. to yeah. stop him. Because otherwise you're not gonna. They're all the the thing that people forget is that they're all coming. Their starting position is standing still. Yeah. And he's running. He, they're not gonna catch up with him. Like some of them might 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 be quick, but they're not gonna be as quick from a start. Yeah, from a start. Do you know what I mean? They're not gonna. They're standing there. They're not gonna be able to catch up with him. Yeah. And just like washing it, thinking, nah, nah. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And then he finishes it. Yeah. And I was a sneaky suspicion. I was like, don't don't miss. Do not miss. Yeah. When you got to the box, I was like, "That's yeah. why I needed to know how it looked live because, like, when you know it's gonna happen, I feel like it's not as spectacular." Yeah. 
in a way. Because like you're yeah, expecting yeah, something definitely. sick to happen. But like watching it live, you're not expecting a goal when Son picks it up there. So. No, absolutely not. Although I have to say, Kane's first goal, even his second goal, I thought he took really yeah, well. Both of them, but that first one, it was great. That was like a free kick in a way, like the the knuckleball on it. Do you remember his goal Man. against Everton at home mm, a couple of seasons? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, right was, in the bottom, yeah. rifled. It was it was sort of similar to that. I think that's his best goal apart from the Arsenal one. Uh, no, he scored a he scored a sick goal against Wolves last season at Wembley. On his oh, week of foot. Yeah, that was a great goal. But I think that range mm. is like made for him. Oh, definitely, yeah. He hits the ball so cleanly. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it's closer, you almost like, he's more likely to scuff it. Yeah. Whereas like, when he's got space and he's in that kind of position, he's hitting the target nine out of ten times. Yeah. And like, the kind of quality contact he gets on the ball mm. is second to none. Yeah. It's true. From that position. Mm. Like, no other striker, like, even Aguero, you're talking about some of the best strikers in the yeah. league, even Aguero, Aubameyang, like, from that position, yeah. like, they're not always hitting their target. Mm. He's always hitting the target. Yeah, I agree. And the second goal was, like, classic Kane, really, but, like, the best of the classic Kane. Mm. Yeah. Just, like, he didn't have yeah. much space and then just banged it to a corner. Like. It was a hit. Yeah. yeah. This is not a good hit. Yeah. And, it like, it's like they didn't learn. Because you can't, Shift him onto his right foot. That's true. What? What? Mm. What? The f- because they could have shifted him onto his left foot. Mm. They chose to let him come inside. Like, what's going to happen? He's not going to pass it. Yeah. He's in the. Yeah. He's in the box. He's going to shoot. Yeah. I, it was still just a really good goal, though. That's what everyone else has been doing against him. Just reading the reading the cut onto his right foot. Everyone else has been reading it, but. Bernie just thought, you know what, no, he's not going to do that. <laughs> and if you do let him do it and you give him the space, he is going to punish you. So yeah. I think it, um, obviously, we'll, we'll definitely touch on a preview into Wolves. But, like, I think that let that kind of performance against a team, that's not necessarily easy to beat. Mm. Um, that, like, that that kind of play, I don't think it can be, snu- like, it can't be, like, snorted at. Like, we actually played really well that game. And Burnley are not a bad side. Yeah, not the best. I was like Jed. I was kind of dreading that game. Yeah, it's not. It's a very difficult game. It is. And and although they were coming off a bad de- defeat against um, City, they also had a defeat that weekend as well. Um, like they weren't they weren't in a great run of form. But it's a game that you it's easy to slip up. Yeah. It's like when we it's like a Newcastle game. When we play Newcastle again, oh, I am dreading it mm. because it's one of those games where it's just like it's easy to slip up. Mm. And we actually put in a very good performance. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. And like after that, I feel like the whole fan base had a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And Mourinho's even said um, one of the reasons he made so many changes going into Bayern is because we got such a good victory. Um, I feel like everyone had kind of written off this Bayern game, we were going to play the B team, no one really cared. And then the kind of the whole mood of the club for me. People were getting really pissed off in that Bayern match. And it kind of came from nowhere. But I feel like it's because when you're playing in the Champions League, you can't help but, like, even if it's a dead rubber game, people's emotions get caught up yeah. in things. And, like, in the first half especially, we rode our luck. <laughs> but, Massively. but we weren't that bad. Like, we always looked like a danger on the counter, mm. at least. Um, well, the sectional ball is always on. 
yes. always on. Probably underused. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, massive, Definitely. Massive. The the line they were playing is insane. They were they were li- their line was literally in a half with Lucas as a striker, with Javi Martinez and Boateng as the centre back. I feel like we didn't utilize that enough. Mm-hmm. No. But if Ericsson didn't even get on the ball. If, <laughs> Literally, all he had to do was that, even if he hasn't seen it, you know, you know, Mora is going to be on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I'm just just, just it. clip it. Ericsson yeah. has the ability. Well, I don't know if he does anymore. He, he used to have the ability to just clip it around the corner, and Lucas is going to beat them for pace every single time. So we definitely underused that that ball. We played it a few times for Cessna. He could have had another goal, maybe. Mm. Mm. Maybe even a hat trick on the day, mm. but I wasn't necessarily pissed off with the team performance because we put out a weak inside and Bayern pretty much had their first team. Yeah, I was more insane. annoyed. I was more annoyed at some of the individual performances, such as Dyer, mm-hmm. Kyle Walker Peters. I was a bit. I I, I know it sounds harsh because he didn't he didn't really have too much support and he was up against one of the quickest wingers in football and mm. another very quick winger who's playing as a left back. Mm. Yeah. So it was it was always going to be tough for him. But yeah, Danny Rose, dreadful Awful. again. I was actually pretty underwhelmed by Lacelso. I saw people on Twitter hyping him up, saying they thought he had a good game, but no. oh, he definitely didn't. Have a good I thought game. his passing was was really off. Mm. I thought a nice couple of touches that's not that's not a game I mean you can see you can see just by looking at him that all the ability is there and I'm a massive fan of Lo Celso but I believe that he really needs to be played in his in his best position as a 10 and for me playing Ericsson over Lo Celso when we know Ericsson is probably might even go in January Mm. it just seems so pointless to me hopefully he does I really hope we just get rid of Ericsson I think so someone on Twitter said today that he's literally undoing all his work that he's done for us over the past six such yeah, a shame he's literally such a and shame and I agree but this past this past even this past year with Ericsson it's been absolutely dreadful mm. and I don't blame blame fans for getting to the point now where they're just like you know we're actually going to be so glad to see him go mm. yeah it's a I shame. just feel like we might as well just play Los Celso Los Celso is the future there so just play him. Like, there's no point playing someone you That's know. That's not even a given go. at this point. Is it the future at this? Point? Yeah. yeah. Is it even a given at this point? But with the structure of the deal, you have to at least assume it's the future. Otherwise, why has Levy done it? But I do understand the doubts. I think that it was done for Potts. Like, unless he, I don't think at this. Contrary to what people are saying, I don't think at the beginning of the season Levy knew he was going to bring in Mourinho at some point. Mm. No, definitely not. But. He had like one of the best managers in the world. Like, yeah. who would have thought that? Yeah, but um, yeah, I think for, for whatever they're reporting, it's what twenty-seven million. If we want to buy in January, I think it's a no-brainer, really. Mm, yeah. Celso is still a really talented player who we're underusing at the moment, and I think once he's playing in his preferred position, we'll start to see the best. Of him. How much is the loan fee? Fourteen. For, uh, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, so fourteen plus twenty-seven. You could like recoup that if we were to sell him that's nothing yeah if we were to sell him we could get something similar to that so I think we might as well take advantage of it if you're not going to sign Bruno Fernandes now um, if I'm honest that Filiselso and Fernandes are probably in the same calibre of player so if Mourinho is saying we can't sign that calibre of player anymore then we literally have a player there I always uh, personally wanted Bruno Fernandes over Lo Celso but I was I, I'd, ne- I'd never heard of Lo Celso before. 
So I remember when he was at PSG. Yeah. They were playing him in some whack position. Holding yeah. Still, yeah. Which is not his position. Yeah. yeah. They even played him at left back. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I know they. Um, I know he was playing in a better league than Fernandez, but mm. Fernandez was just doing absolute bits. He scored so many goals yeah. last season. Like, so many. That's yeah. why I really wanted. He reminded me of. He reminds me of Van der Vaart, in a way. Mm. It's just like a goal-scoring camp. Mm. I like those kind of players. But the Celso scored goals as well. Yeah, 16 goals from midfield in that better side. Yeah. He's, shouldn't but have been sniffed when, when I watched his YouTube clips, like his goals were kind of... They weren't struck with like venom. He's got mm. that kind of like... Sh- his, <laughs> Shy. It's hard to explain, <laughs> but like they, they weren't struck with venom and they weren't curled in. Mm. It was like this weird, like swinging a leg at yeah, no, no. <laughs> It was always like swinging a leg at and I was just like, this, this can't run in the Premier League. Yeah. You can't just score goals like that. That's an Awobi finish. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a feminist finish. <laughs> you, just, you can't be moving like that. So, Man said he hit like a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like me in year six when I'm like fucking kicking it with the inside with of my foot every foot. time. <laughs> yeah, with my left foot now, like... So I don't know. I didn't intend to hate on Lo Celso, but yeah, I guess um fucking Lo Celso out. Oh god! <laughs> another oh, another god. Argentinian out of the club. Oh man! And play skip oh, there. Center center second midfielder. Hey, skip is still a dyer. Skip played well when he came on as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Skip's better than dyer. I'm telling you. Yeah. He is I, I, I actually can't. I actually can't um, put my full support behind Skip because of what I said in, my, in the previous pod. To be going back on, on on what I said. Yeah, but remember in our first couple of pods, we we were saying four foot right back would never work, and then we were calling for him because Aurier was so bad. Yeah. Oh, so. uh, skipping, skipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skip. No, we can't, bro. Like, how can we have two five foot five foot nothing yeah. uh, midfielders? Yeah, Barcelona did it. Uh, Busquets as well. We're not Barcelona, though. There's, there's, there's Busquets, Xavi and Iniesta. Whoa. Skip is none of them. Dyer, Skip of Winks. <laughs> oh, that made me feel sick. I saw a video today of Mark Henry, Big Show, and some other massive wrestler. And someone was like, when we signed Matic in, in January and we have Sissoko, Dyer and Matic. Oh. 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 What a disgusting midfield three. Yeah, but now, now Sissoko is... Scoring 25 goals a season, it doesn't really matter. 100%. No, it's saying that. What the hell was he doing when he was thrown goal against Bayern Munich? Oh, oh, oh my God. What the hell was oh, that? We're so lucky that he was offside. So lucky. No, but do we know it was offside? Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it looked offside, but it's they didn't go offside. back and check it. Yeah, uh, but he's because he, he's because he fucked it. It actually <laughs> hurt my brain. I was like, what, what the fuck is he <laughs> yeah. doing? I was like, there's no way he's tried to think that. Nah, there's no chance. I don't think he's actually meant to think it. No, no, he must I have had a brain fart. He tried to like chip cross it. Why? For what reason? For what? Just roll it. No, because, because <laughs> no, I think he wanted to shoot. In his heart, he wanted to shoot, and then <laughs> his on, brain, man. he knows he can't shoot. <laughs> so he's his, a bagsman. So now. his brain was telling him to to square the ball, and then his heart was like, "Nah, so so." So he just did some little floater. Just. <laughs> Out of the pitch. And did you see Sessignon was already sliding on his knees to celebrate? And then he was just in disbelief after. Fucking welcome to the club. I can't believe that. You know what? I think that's worse than any of these Sky finishes. 
Yeah, 100%. He had so much time. What like do you mean Bayern time? Play, the Bayern, what do you mean time? The Bayern players were on the edge of the box. They were on the edge of the box. There were no defenders. Bro, we had three people. Three. Three. You know what it was? He just went trying to hear that, that goal music again. That was infuriating. I've never heard anything so annoying in my yeah. life. What music would you play for Sissoko if you had to pick one? Um... Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Yeah, heavy <laughs> No, what's that song? Oh, 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 oh. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, 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 oh. oh. What is that song? What are you talking about? Oh, what is that song? Man just made up a song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. Everybody have to party. Yeah. Oh, everybody yes. have to party. Oh, everybody everybody have, have to party. we got to get that in the next game. <laughs> That's got to be the intro music. Yeah. It's okay, it's okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah, oh, but I think, um, yeah, that was, uh, like, him being offside saved him. Because I would never, I'd actually want to sell him, I'd leave him in Munich. <laughs> I'd actually leave him in Munich that's what we were saying before the game if Carl Walker-Peters plays bad oh, he's getting left in Munich it, did he come back? I don't know we did don't you know hear Mourinho's comments after the game? he was oh, not he happy he was definitely indirect really Walker-Peters yeah. he was really not happy no, every time Walker-Peters did something shit the camera would cut fuming. to Mourinho and he was just you could see him just being like, this guy's just a weakling. Like, I actually his comments could have been about Lacelso as well. Well, I, well, I didn't even hear what he said about the he, in, in that aspect. He said, he said, um, tonight was important because I, I learned. Oh, yeah, more in 90 minutes. He then. learned more, more in the 90 minutes than he learned, basically, over three weeks or whatever he's had. Yeah, or even that's watching a, Spurs. That's a, very a little bit worrying because that's the, of Mourinho coming out in force in a yeah. way. I think like, but I think um, the what he's bringing to the to like the team right now um, that I think Pochettino was all for that is accountability for bad performances. Yeah, yeah, that's because, so true. Because um, when when Pochettino was manager, it was a very different style in the sense that uh, po- uh, Pochettino protected his players mm. all the time, like. Like to his religiously to his own detriment, he'll be like, "It's my." He, he'll take the blame for his players, and I think like it works for some, not doesn't work for all, and doesn't work the whole time. Mm-hmm. You cannot um, remove accountability from your players because then it removes any sort of responsibility um, as an individual in your mm-hmm. in the team to perform every week. Because yeah. you know that if you perform badly one week, even perform badly for several weeks. Um, you're not going to get publicly denounced by your manager or your manager won't um, allow for criticism um, in the public eye. So I think that in a sense that like, oh yeah, that sounds like old Mourinho. Maybe we kind of need a little bit of that. I think so. And I think that um, Mourinho knows, as a type of manager, everyone knows this, Mourinho knows his side. Once he has a starting lineup down, it's very hard to break into that side unless you're you're when you you are called upon, you're showing something different. Mm. And like Lacelso, poor. I don't I don't I know some people thought he was tidy or whatever yesterday. Poor doesn't I don't didn't know how show they enough. Could think he was tidy. Didn't show enough on the ball at all. And the only stuff I saw on Twitter was like people being apologists for him and putting up his uh, Real Batiste <laughs> highlight reel and being like, "This is what he can do." Because like literally from the start, like. He was just giving the ball away at every opportunity. It's just a lightweight. 
Yeah. And and if that's fine, you can be a technical as an attacking player, you can be technical. You don't have to necessarily have like the, the physical attributes. Mm. Yeah, but at um, least find a 10-15 nil pass. Exactly. Um and Rowe's awful, but that's just because he's physically declined yeah. so much that like you know what, that's that's just his career proje- uh, projection right now. Mm. Um, oh, did you see his comments? Yeah. Yeah, he's done. He's done at the club. No. But he's not. That's the thing. He's, he's going to run down his contract. But that's the, why are we encouraging this is, that. This is the thing with Tottenham. We don't know when to sell, mm. which has been the case over the past past years. We could have sold Dyer for fifty million. We should have sold Rose when we could have, although we probably didn't want to at the time. We should have because now we just got someone at the club who's, in a way, kind of mocking it. He's yeah, saying he collecting his paycheck. Yeah, literally. I mean, and it's I, I don't even see it anymore as that oh, he just really wants to be at the club. He's just... In a way, to me, it feels like a massive, like, fuck you. That's, mm. that's I don't how know, I, I always saw it, but I was always biased against him. Yeah. Like, I haven't liked Rose since he did that interview with, yeah. with The Sun. Yeah. Like... It was an awful interview. I know some people, like, forgave him for it, but it was just so... It was so malicious. Yeah. Because it was on the eve of the, the our first game of that season. mm to come out against your own teammates after not making any sign-ins yeah yeah. that's a disgrace why are you going to like come out and say that that's not yeah. your job you're not the captain mm. you're just some any left back mm. Mm. when when Mourinho came in like that's the sort of thing that we're hoping that he would exercise mm. um, like because Poch- Pochettino did it at the beginning of his career like, he exercised the dissenters and the like people who are basically finished at the club um, but once he found his squad, he found it very hard to like mm. get rid of those players he brought into his philosophy. I think now that there's a new philosophy being brought into the club, I think now we're going to have to go for the same restructuring that Poch did, yeah. um, just with like players that we've actually enjoyed playing with. Because yeah. like Danny Rose like has been like a good player for us at mm-hmm. uh, at least a couple seasons ago um, when we had him and Walker. Like that that was the most dynamic dynamite fullback pairing uh, like I'd seen at Spurs Probably ever in Europe at the time to be yeah there. yeah definitely and but I they think... only played like two or three games in the same team yeah mm, they played a few they played a few mm. but... but that was at a time where Poch he did actually like to rotate his fullbacks mm. then. yeah because we had two we had four like fullbacks that could actually yeah. play yeah like we don't have like two and a half yeah. now Trippier was a good um, fullback <laughs> to bring in for like Every now and then, and a different kind of fullback. Yeah, because yeah. his dead ball, his dead balls, and his like crossing ability were so much better than Walker's. Yeah, so where he like position. fell away was when he had to do it every week. Mm. That's but when I, I would be really interested to see uh, Trippier in this system now. Oh, we're playing where, high. Yeah, where Aurier is, I yeah. think that's that's probably best for him because he hasn't got to come back and do as much defending. Mm. Not against Sissoko's, pace as well. Sissoko's there for him. Yeah, yeah, he's. He's obviously a very good crosser. Hmm. I don't know. It would have been. It would have been nice to see him in this system. And see if we're being honest, it. like as a squad, I think we'll, we're weaker without Trippier. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And we're we're also so much weaker when players like Ben Davis get injured for considerable mm. amounts of time. Like, yeah. now we have to play Vertonghen at left back. I don't um, understand the hate Davis gets. I'm, I'm, no, neither do I. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Davis. I think he's he's pretty reliable. He's Mister Reliable. He is. Yeah. He might not be the the most amazing Dynamic. going forward, but yeah. you know what? He actually has he actually has fairly decent end products, better than Danny Rose's. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, mm-hmm. 
He just 100%. doesn't get forward as much, but he's a better defender yeah. than he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he actually is tidy on the ball, like yeah, he's no, a good he pass is. On. He is, and he he tucks in well. He's basically, I would I would probably, I think I'd rather him over Vertonghen. A left back for definite, yeah. yeah for oh, then yeah. have Vertonghen alongside Toby. Yeah, well that I, Sanchez has been good recently. I reckon that's what um, uh, Mourinho wanted, anyways. Yeah. When when Davis did play at left back, mm. that looked like a comfortable. Um, like formation, yeah, and it would have allowed um, Alderweireld to ping it from like the right hand corner mm-hmm. through to like that left hand corner, yeah. which which Ali makes that run nine times out of ten. Um, so like I think it it's difficult now because Ben Davis won't be back for a long, long time. Mm. Do um, we know what the injury is? I'd didn't he have surgery? No, no, no. It's something else. It's not. Gro- oh, it might have been. Was it in the West Ham game? You Def- definitely. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he he had surgery. Mm. I think it sure. seemed innocuous, but it's actually quite bad. Because mm. I have Sterling as well, with his dead leg situation. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah, he picked up like a dead leg in, what was it, in October? Yeah. Or was no, it no. September? It was in pre-season. Was it in pre- and he's oh, been out for three months with a dead leg. a dead leg? Yeah, yeah it's internal bleeding. What? I didn't know about this. Yeah. yeah. Internal bleeding? Yeah, because yeah. I Sterling, yeah. In his leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that could happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's really bad, but like it's a, the type of you're right, like the type of innocuous mm. injury that actually puts you out for ages. Yeah, um, like like Lamella with his hip, mm. or like God, uh, but it's not even easy. it's supposed to be hamstring now. It's everywhere, bro. To be fair, they're like quite linked, like mm. hamstring yeah, so. and it's the way he plays, bro. It's the hundred percent the way he plays. Do you reckon? So? I don't even yeah. know. I think it's just his body is just he's just but made of breadsticks. Seen... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like I said, he's that guy yeah. in SpongeBob walks out of his house and breaks his leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, she is. But um, I ju- yeah, I think we have a a problem. Like yeah. we have a problem that won't get solved this season mm-hmm. for sure. Um, simply because we don't have the money to do it in January because you have to either spend big or buy not quality in January. There's no way you're buying quality and spending a reasonable amount in January. I think so, but when you think about it, we we were very very close to signing Dybala. So where has that money gone? If we're yeah, about true. if we're about to spend that money, then surely we've still got that money. Release the piece. maybe. I mean, we've had to pay Poch off and we've had to pay Mourinho off. Mm. Maybe that's where some of it's gone. Mm. But January is always tough for signing players anyway. So I'm not expecting anything massive. No. Or even any. I'm Although really to be fair, anything. I feel like normally our squad doesn't need as much work as it does now. Mm. It's been a long time since I've yeah. gone into a January transfer window. Desperate, and I've been like, actually, we've got work to do. Mm. Like, I feel like the last time was probably like twenty eleven, twelve, when I thought we could go for the title, and I mm, thought so we were going to get Giuseppe Rossi. <laughs> yeah, Giuseppe Rossi, Forlan, Damiao, as well as Aguero um, at that time. Aguero, yeah. yeah, and then we got um, Sahar Nelson. As <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. This feels like the most pivotal, pivotal one since then. Boys already needed piss. Okay, it's fine, man. <laughs> Part two: the Wolves. <laughs> um, yeah, game, let's get into game, it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna devolve to you, Jed, mm. as, the, as our Wolves expert. Expert. Okay. Yeah. Basically, because you typed in wolves into Google before <laughs> we started the podcast. Um, but yeah, like, how do you see the game panning out? Um, it's going to be a tough game, I think. Uh, wolves 
I mean, at the time we're recording, we've just found out that Wolves actually won 4 0 tonight with a. Who did they play? Besiktas. Come to Besiktas. With a, reti- with a rotated a squad as well. Yeah, so, it's not a bad result. I mean, they played. In Turkey, was it? No, it was at home. Oh, okay. But Big they, played, they played Matinho, Neves, uh, Cody, Bennett, and I think that was it for their first team. But you know what, Wolves is always that one of those places you're going to go to, and you know you're going to get a tough game. Mm. They've got a lot of strength. Even when they were shit, like. a lot of alluding back to any pace. Yeah, Adama Traore. Yeah, wow. I'm, yeah. I'm really, really not not looking forward to. Mm. I mean, I haven't I haven't really watched Wolves that much this season. I'm assuming he's he's sort of been playing either as a right wing back or sort he's been of up playing there, up with, him there with him in us. Yeah, and if that if he's going to play up there with him in us. We, be, we best hope we're sitting back on the, on the fucking six yard box yeah. Yeah. if he gets in behind our defenders are not catching him but mm. it's always the end product question with him and he's, uh, he's strong as well yeah it's not even just fast yeah <laughs> he's fast he's I'm strong, actually looking I'm looking, I'm looking at you right now like, what else are you going to say he's saying Graham Sooners but like should get no, Glenn back on the pod I, I still have memories of um, Akin Fenwood Tormenting us. Oh, yeah. mate. what? League two standard Legit. striker. What do you mean with League two of, standard striker? The, the guy should not be playing football. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And, and that's the kind of guy who can dominate Tottenham. Yeah. So you imagine that with pace and he's kind of <clears> added <throat> end product to his yeah. game as well. Well, he's always so, had that, that trickery. Mm. Yeah. Like, so... That's already an issue. Um, Would you say even he doesn't know what he's going to do No, I think he's fooled everyone, including himself. <laughs> he's led everyone on a merry dance. <laughs> but um, you know what? They might actually play him on the right because I know we're going to have probably Vertonghen on that side. Mm. It might suit him being up against them. But with Wolves, I feel like if basing it off last season when they went into big games it suited them a lot more mm. they were yeah, a lot definitely. they were a lot better in these bigger games because they they sat back countered but I feel like this might be a game where they think they can actually control it because I, I really do think Jose is going to go with the same squad that he did against Burnley mm. and if you look at the midfields there you've got Matinho and Neves against Dyer and Sissoko mm. you tell oh. me which midfield is going to control the game yeah yeah. So, I don't know if if I was going to make a guess, I would I would say that we might go into that game trying to counter them, maybe because mm. I think Jose will probably expect to have less possession. Maybe I could be completely wrong, but just basing it off of the two teams' midfield, that's how I would expect it to go. We just don't have te- we just don't have um, players that can control the tempo mm. at the club anymore. Like we technically do. Yeah. Like players like Ericsson and Lo Celso should be able to like keep a team ticking, mm. but they just don't like with Lo Celso, he just hasn't had enough game time. Mm. With Ericsson he just can't do it anymore. Mm. Whether no, it's not even a, a, whether he can't do it, it just doesn't seem like he's uh, that bothered or that mm. that enthused by the idea of like keep like tick, ticking our team over. And like Winks can do it kind of. Like he does move the ball, um he can quicken the play up a little bit, but like he Again, just like not enough quality to like, <clears throat> control a game. Yeah. yeah. So we do have like no Moutinho type players, which another one of those players that we almost signed about ten times. Um, yeah. 
And and Neves, which God, I'd like give a left nutsack, right nutsack, <laughs> all my nuts. He'd be to, great to, to have him at Spurs. Yeah, he'd be great for us. Um, so like, I think going towards counter attacking might be our best option. Um, I think we're definitely gonna go with. Uh, I think we might go with a midfield three. I can't lie. Do you think so? Yeah, I think um, I think we'll go with a midfield three of. Um, I think he'll put Ali in there. He no, won't. I think Ndombele, uh, Sissoko, Dyer. Is Ndombele going to be fit though? Probably not. That's the thing, he might not be fit still. Mm, well, yeah, we'll have to see. Um, if not, then yeah, it might just skip. I really don't know. Like, I think it might I just be the same Burnley side. Dyer, Winks, and then I think Sissoko might play on, on the right mm. of the 4 2 3 1. Because mm-hmm. that, that would kind of make sense yeah. for like a counter-attacking team. Yeah, quite possibly. Because mm. if Aurier isn't, if we're not going to be in control of the game, then that means Aurier isn't going to be as high as he would be as yeah. if we were against a Burnley or whatever. So Sissoko is going to have to be helping out defensively. Mm. So yeah, you could be right. Sissoko could be pushed out to the right. And I really, really hope Ndombele is fit because I can't stand to see a midfield of Dyer and Winks. Yeah. Well, if Winks is even fit... <laughs> yeah. what happened to Winks uh, I don't know he was Did out he get injured against United he was out of Burnley he got injured against United I think oh okay didn't he he's been injured since then so really that leaves us with Sissoko and Dyer and yeah. Skip yeah and and Wanyama he came on his <laughs> oh, what's the point uh, what's the point you just realise oh, I actually don't want to watch the game anymore <laughs> I don't know man it's, it's a hard game to call it, I think it could go either way but I think it's really, really vital for us to, to get, get a result points. now because we're on the back of a 3-1 defeat to Bayern, albeit it wasn't our first team. And then and we go to Bobber. Chelsea yeah. after Wolves. So I think even, you know what, even if we go there and get a draw, I wouldn't I wouldn't be be angry with that because I know how difficult a fixture this can be. I just don't think we can go into the game um, uh, being happy with a draw. No, and I also I do don't think that... Don't think that Mourinho will do that. No, either. no, no way, no yeah. way. He'll want to. He'll obviously want to win, but yeah. But I have to say, I'm kind of on Jed's side here. I think I'd take a draw. I think draw would be decent. I'm wanting you. Wolves are ahead of us in the league as well. Mm. That's the thing. They're having a really good season. Yeah, they're, they're a solid team. Considering mm. they're like, in Europa League as well. Yeah, they started poorly, mm. but they they I think they remained unbeaten or. Yeah, they didn't. They, they weren't. They like drew the first few games. Yeah. You know what? I think there was actually a stat. I think I heard it on a podcast the other day. They they're unbeaten in their last. It sounds ridiculous. I think it was something like fifteen games. Yeah, they're a very Crazy. solid side. I think it was something like that. You know, At home or just in general. I think it was just just all competitions. Mad. Nuno is just a good manager. To be fair. Yeah. Would I, you have taken him at Spurs? Nuno? I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think like. Like not to like ride the you know the the proverbial dick of <laughs> Jose Mourinho, yeah. But um, like we that was the like the the profile of manager that we needed like after Pochettino, someone I agree. Pre- proven, a proven track record, and also like someone who can attract players to the to the team or like um, interest players in staying. Yeah, um, like Mourinho has that sort. He's like he's like um, a rock star manager in the same mm-hmm. way. Like um, signing a player like uh, Ronaldo, like yeah. attracts players to he the definitely to the is. Club. him and um, 
Pep are the biggest yeah. profile managers. Yeah, 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 and then and then probably Klopp after that. Yeah, and so and so like that is a huge, that's a huge signing basically mm. because it's it's much more than like the experience he has as a manager. It's the mm. pulling power that he has as a manager as well. Yeah, as a character, I feel like Nuno would have kind of been more of the same. More of like a Poch. Poch, more of even like a Ramos kind of character. Like you bring someone in who's decent but not proven. Mm. Mm. Mourinho is the first proven manager we've had mm. in a mm. long time. Mm. And in a way, like you say, like I think that sort of appointment needed to be made because at the moment I think it's vital that we hold on to our assets that we have. Mm. If we bring in someone like Nuno or someone like Eddie Al. Like realistically, people aren't going to want to stay around for that. No, no. If someone like Mourinho comes into the club, that's that's the best way of saying like really stamping your foot down and showing your intentions. Mm. So as much as at the time we weren't really happy about it, I think it was probably the best thing for everyone involved. Shout out to um, Tim Sherwood um, (laughs) in terms of (laughs) win ratio. Second to none. Mourinho's win ratio is looking a bit fishy. Right now, oh, is I wonder it, if you guys are having any three wins and three losses. That? That's, it's four wins and two losses, isn't it? Oh, is it? That's not it's too bad. United and Bayern lost. West Ham, Bournemouth, Burnley, Burnley. and it's five games. He's managed five yeah. games. Oh, oh yeah. Olympiacos. Olympiacos. That was uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's not too bad. It's but not bad. But you're losing is, against the big, the, the, the better yeah, teams. He's lost all of the big games. Yeah, but he's only played two. But still. I think Chelsea, Chelsea is where like we can like get a, a barometer of like where we stand in our season. Yeah. Because Chelsea are in uh, not a that's great a must win. That's a must win. Of course it is. If we're gonna get because we close league, the gap. Yeah. If, yeah. If we're gonna get Champions League, we have to win that. Yeah, I think everyone wants us to win that around in that position as well. Mm. So. Because oh, it closes the gap. Yeah. Um, true. So um, it will be an, it will be a tough game because like. No matter like what kind of form Chelsea are in, like they have the profile of players that we can't like technical players. Who do you think in actually has the better team out of us and Chelsea right now? If you were to be one hundred percent honest, all right. So if you if you man for man, if you were to do like a, a starting eleven Kepa. of of Chelsea's Chelsea's team and ours, then yeah, you'd say probably say Kepa, mm. Reese James, Reese James, James, absolutely, um, Alderweireld. Toby, yeah. both our centre backs. I think. I've, I think. I think I'd. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Rudiger. I don't know. Even he gets rotated. Oh no, nah, he's just not been fit. I've maybe uh, Rudiger and Sanchez. To be honest. Yeah, Toby, Toby and Sanchez, Sanchez. Um, and then De- and then Emerson. Oh, they've got bad Emerson. left backs. Emerson over Rose. Yeah, Davis. Emerson over. No, well, he's not fit. Nah, nah. The Emerson. Right, it would Rose. be Emerson, and then obviously Kante. Yeah. yeah. Right, their midfield over. I was can't say. Oh no! If Ndombele was fit, um, yeah. To be fair, Ndombele is just not proven enough, really. And then I, I they're wingers, think, yeah. Pulisic, Pulisic, yeah. Pulisic is probably better yeah. Than out out of their attacking players, it would just um, be Pulisic, and then we'd have Son and, and Kane, and and, and I think that rounds out the Ali, team. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably it's quite even. It's quite even. It's even, but I, I probably think it swings in our favour a little bit. It, well, yeah, man for man, I, I, it probably does, but I think they've worked quite well, Chelsea this season. Yeah, of course. Like the like the injection of youth, and there's like there's 
they they're not playing with any fear. Mm, like they yeah. can this season can essentially can be a write off for them because mm. they've got a new manager. They incorporate in a lot of young players this season. There isn't any expectation, so they're playing without that fear. Yeah, and like it's difficult to play against teams like that because mm. they have nothing to lose. Yeah, and mm. um, the person who I think typifies that is Abraham. Like, mm. He's having a great season, I think. I yeah. really like him. He's just he's really he's weird, like a top yeah. bloke. And then apart from that, like yeah, like he's a weird player, but he scores goals. Effective, yeah. Like in the Champions League the other day, he scored from like one yard out. I love that in a striker. Yeah, I love the fact that a striker can get into in that position. position where he's one yard out and he's getting a goal. I love mm. that. So um, and I think he he's actually like he's got he's he's proved that. He's got dimensions in his game that like that actually work at the Premier League level. When he was playing the Championship, everyone's like, "Can you make this step yeah, up?" It was a big question. Yeah, because he scored a bunch of goals, in especially because he was so bad at Swansea as well. Mm. I saw him at Wembley against Spurs. Awful. I don't know if it was because he was bad. I just think it was more the fact that Swansea, as a team, were just dreadful and he didn't really get the service. Mm. Yeah, true. But you would think that like better players would like grips. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Uh, he was like he's like. Good in the air, um, like very, very good in the air. Like it, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's, he's very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, it's yeah. massive. It always takes me by surprise. He's like six like, five or something like that, six yeah. four, and like, but he can jump as well. So it's like a very, he's like a handful, and like he's not slow, and he's got that awkward running style, like yeah. very like yeah. limb, like limbs flying, gamely. Yeah. So him, he, I mean, we've got some good strikers for the Euros coming up. Mm. Vardy, oh, well, Vardy's retired, hasn't he? Might he might come out, though. I'd love to see it. Yep. He's been amazing Kane, this season. Kane, Rashford. Um, Abraham, cast Rashford Vardy. striker. Yeah. But yeah, Vard, obviously Vardy's retired. I don't know, maybe Callum Wilson or something like that. Who's better right now? Vardy or Kane? Vardy. Yeah, what, scoring goals? Absolutely, Vardy. Vardy's five but goals you, ahead. But do you want... Of the mm. next person below him. Yeah, the, but do you, you want Vardy? Do you, like, do you want Vardy starting in in no. the U- European Championship? Yeah, that was no. going to be I my next question. What World Cup? Sorry, I European Kane, Championship. Yeah, Euros. Euros. Euros Kane yeah. suits England better than Vardy. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Because he just has more to his game. Vardy's like a counter-attacking striker. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he, he, there's a place for him in in the team. He'd be so good on the bench. Yeah, exactly. There's a place for him. If in the we team. were getting like pinned in, dominated yeah. by Spain or someone, you just bring off Vardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine it. Having a Imagine nibble, the having a nibble at their centre backs. Oh, Vardy versus Ramos. Oh, um, what a glorious! You would love to feel like we have that anyway in Rashford. Yeah, we do. He's so so. so even if Vardy's not there, yeah. like, but Vardy still levels. Yeah. I want to see him at the Euros. We'll see. I Hopefully think, he comes out. I, I think um, the the fact that Vardy's getting you excited for England hmm. is a uh, is is yeah, that's a <laughs> good sign. It's a good sign. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's not because maybe I don't know mate I just I can't get on board the England train so maybe they all hate Vardy <laughs> maybe they're all like I don't want him representing the flag of St George no he's I would love it he's definitely a patriot I would love it he's the kind of guy who likes slow tie would go up to a fan and spit in their mouth <laughs> and that <laughs> yeah, I would love to see it love to see it I think that is the perfect uh, vision. That's the vision of of our of, of our summer. That's yeah, what I want. Yeah. Wait, could yeah, that, summer, summer. Could summer. that be the podcast title? Jamie Vardy spit, spit in my, my mouth. mouth. 
It's oh, just it's a bit a, cuck because he did cuck us for the Premier League. And it is a Tottenham podcast. Yeah. Mm. So, Harry, yeah, so that's <laughs> Harry Kane spit him on that. No, no, no. draw, draw. <laughs> that's just that, that just that's just too many. There's too many. Uh, um, yeah, we'd get cancelled. <laughs> 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 TL would cancel us. Uh, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that I want to. We'd want to touch on about Wolves. Nah, that's yeah. I think that's about it, um, guys. If you made it this far, please leave a five star review. It will help us immensely. Um, get more listeners on the Apple Podcast app. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I've been Cosmo. It's been Eddie. It's been Jed as well. Thank you, man. It's good. Yeah. yeah, shout out to um, to Nelsie, by the way. Yeah. Um, rest in perfect peace, my bro. Uh, love for that. And um, we'll see you soon, man. Yeah, and you, and you can still go to the N17 pod on Facebook to donate to the Calm Zone in his honour. And yeah, and thank you. Take yeah. care. Bye-bye. Cheers, boys.